What is up, team? St. John's gets a win against Fairleigh Dickinson, although it was fairly unimpressive and fairly boring and fairly, you know, maybe meaningless, unfortunately. I'm a belief of the belief that the schedule has been a poor schedule, but I'm kind of done talking about the schedule. What I want to point out is just because you're playing a poor team like we did tonight and like we have these next two games ahead of Kansas doesn't mean we can't get better. And tonight, I'm not so disappointed in the fact that we only won by, what, 15 points, 13 points, whatever it was. I'm disappointed in the fact that I wasn't sure what we were looking to get better at. Um, I didn't see a poignant effort to really focus on half-court sets or defensive execution in the half-court. I saw us get out to an early lead. I think 30 to 15 stands out as a point where I thought we were going to cruise, and then we kind of just let up. We didn't put our foot on the pedal. We didn't say, we're clearly a better team. Let's push this to 25 and really work on stuff in the second half. We settled. We took poor, quick shots. We didn't uh, buckle down and get stops in the half court. We allowed Fairleigh Dickinson to hang around, and we didn't really show that we were a NCAA tournament team. But I will point out that this is progress. In a sick and twisted way, this is progress, right? We are reasonably upset about a 15-point win against Fairleigh Dickinson, all right, where in years past it's been par for the course for St. John's to lose games like this, you know, to have a slip-up in the non-conference schedule and lose to a Bethune-Cookman or an Incarnate Word or a, you know, insert quad four game here. And tonight, we win a sloppy game against a poor opponent. Uh, we win by 13 points. Um, and it never got to a point where we were worried about losing. It just, with great power comes great responsibility. That's what I'm trying to say. And now that we have high expectations, we expect to be an NCAA tournament team. And we got a All-American candidate on the wing. And... You know, Posh and the rest of the crew with them. Beating a fairly Dickinson team like this just isn't good enough. We've got to get better at things. So when we face an Indiana or Kansas or the Big East, which is deep, like I've been saying since the offseason, the Big East is deep and good, man. It's really fucking good. And while it's great to have those opportunities, we also got to realize it also means it's going to be harder to come by those wins. And if we have a off-season or a non-conference slate that doesn't include a win against Kansas or Indiana, 10 wins definitely won't cut it. 11 wins is going to be close. 12 wins isn't a shoo-in. It's not. It's just not going to be a shoo-in if you're competing with six or seven other Big East schools that are trying to get in. You know it's going to come down to... Maybe us or one of those Big East schools, and they got those wins in their pockets. So we're going to have to jump them even more so in Big East play. The good thing about it is it's going to be all up to us. We'll control, control our own destiny. So I'm done really worrying about the schedule. I'm more so worried about us getting better. And tonight, I'm not sure what we got better at. We saw a little zone pressure, which in spots worked. We uh, saw some five-out offense, which in spots led to some baskets, that backdoor cut to uh, Posh in the first half. Nice pass by my man, my man Wusu 
was a good look. But other than that, I'm not really sure what we did. We were just better than them, and that led to a comfortable win. But we didn't exert our dominance. We didn't really show that we were a great team. And uh, that was the frustrating part. I would have liked to come out there and have a crisp win. If we won by 15 points and we played great, it'd be one thing. Uh, but we didn't play great. We were down two guys, so, you know, that could have some effect. But still, it's not like we weren't trying to press. We had a press set up for a lot of it. If we didn't get press, if we didn't get a steal at the press, the defense in the half court was just kind of sitting back and whatever happens, happens. There's no urgency to get stops. We play for steals in the back court and the presser and the and the press in the press section of our defense. And then if they break it and they don't score, we don't really buckle down and try to grind out stops. We just kind of get to the next one. Hopefully get a rebound and push the ball. And transition offense is kind of the same thing. If we get out on the break, we get a look on the break, we're really good. Um, we're really effective. If we get a good three from Champagne or Coburn or Smith, looks good. If Wheeler and Mathis are hitting shots, it looks good. On the break, we got a lot of options. But in the half court, we still don't know what we're doing. Uh, at least from a fan base, because a fan standpoint, I'm not sure if we know what we're doing. Uh, we didn't seem like we knew what we were doing uh, uh, most of the time against Indiana in the half court. Uh, we got going late in the second half, but still, we couldn't get over the hump. In these other three games, we haven't really had to show that we could score in the half court. In the times where we were trying to really focus on it, it hasn't looked so good as opposed to us just being better. Better athletes, better shooters. Um, but still, we get a win. We put another one in our pocket. We got to pick up two more of these. Hopefully we can get better while we're doing it. And then you keep that momentum going and then you get another shot against a really, really freaking good Kansas team. A team that will be as good as any team we face all year. Um, so we got to make sure we're prepared. Hopefully Coburn, hopefully uh, Pinzone are health, healthy by then. Hopefully they can get their, um, get back in the lineup before then so they can work out the kinks. But we saw some good things individual individual-wise from some players tonight. Mathis had a really good first half, I thought. I thought Wusu had a good floor game. You know, I love him as a passer. He had some good passes, and I'm going to tell you they robbed him an assist again. I don't want to be the guy checking stats all the time, but he had two assists in the first half. I know for a fact he had that beautiful pass to Posh. He also had that pass to Mathis on Mathis's fast-break dunk, and they only credited him for one assist in the first half. I'm not going to be the guy to keep bringing it up, but I am. Um... Who else? Uh, Soriano, he only missed one shot, but we're not really looking to feed him. Um, Coach Anderson, you know, hasn't always had huge post presences on his team. Even his big guys like Portis haven't been the typical throw it in the post and watch him work. They run the court, they face up. So it's not really always been something he focuses on doing. Not saying he doesn't know how to get the big guy the ball. I'm just saying we as a team, as a program, haven't really been used to looking to feed a big man in the paint. And I think with Soriano, it's something we should focus on doing because we don't really have the team to constantly break down guards off the dribble. Um, so if Champ's having an off night shooting like he was tonight, we got to find ways to score. And I think one of those is going to be feeding uh, Soriano on the post. So I wish we focused on that a little bit more. Uh, tonight he... One second, let me find this box score. Soriano was 12 points, 5 for 6 from the field. So he only took 6 shots. 
His stroke from the line is so good. He missed the front end of a one-on-one -on -one in the second half, but the first two he made in the first half were right on. He's been money from there from the start of the season. All five starters did have double figures. Champagne had 17 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, three steals, one turnover. And that might have been one of the worst games you've ever played at St. John's. And let me just reread those stat lines. 17 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, three steals, one turnover. But... Six for 19 from the field, one for seven from three, four for seven from the line. One of his worst shooting performances in St. John's uniform. Had a double-double, had a few assists, had three steals, only one turnover. Just a really freaking good basketball player. Um, did, I, did he take a couple too many shots tonight? Maybe. I never once looked at Champ in three years and thought he was a guy who was a black hole only looking to get his shots. Um, I think he could be better at um, utilizing the attention he uh, creates on offense by getting his teammates some better looks. He's not so good at putting the ball on the floor and creating for others. He did have one nice driving feed to Soriano. But um, tonight when the shots aren't falling, you, you notice it more. But you want him shooting. You want him looking to shoot. And most of the time, I think he's taking shots within the flow of the offense. And if there's going to be a guy on the team who takes an ill-advised shot, it should be him. Up until this point, his point-per-shot percentage has been through the roof. His shooting percentage has been through the roof. Um, and tonight, it just wasn't going. Uh, Smith, who's second on the team in shots attempted, he also had a rough night shooting. He was 3 for 11 from the field, 0 for 5 from 3. He's only 1 for 14 from 3 through 4 games. So on the positive side, that's going to go up. Um, he's a quality three-point shooter. He has been for... Four years now, so I'm not so worried about that. He was 8 for 10 from the free throw line. He's got to the line a bunch these last two games. That's a good sign. So, again, he went by 13 points in a game that was never really close. Obviously, we were expected to beat them by 20-plus points, but I'm just saying, you know, although it wasn't, you know, pretty for the eye and we're not excited by anything we saw, we're still talking about a comfortable win in which our best score was 6 for 19, 1 for 7 from 3. Maybe our second best score in Smith was 3 for 11, 0 for 5 from 3. As a team, we were 5 for 22 from 3. We were missing two players in the rotation in Coburn and Pinzone. So you try to just move on. You try to find some silver linings. You try to get better. Uh, Posh Alexander, he finished with 17 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals. He did have 4 turnovers. Sloppy with the basketball in the first half. He was kind of, um, you know, seemed like he was trying to get, get get rid of the ball early a lot. He playing off the ball more so in this game than he has in the past. But he was 7 for 8 from the free throw line, which is a good sign. I'm not sure if he's been in the line 8 times in the game before. That might be a career high. Uh, 0 for 2 from 3, so he's cooled off a bit from 3 these past two games, but still he's shooting great overall from the field. Mathis, I thought, had a really good start to the game. He had 13 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals, no turnovers. In the beginning part of the season, he's really surprised me with his ability to make some good passes, uh, some alley-oops, some drop-offs, you know, nothing too crazy, but he's made the right play more often than I expected him to. Uh, the 3 steals, that's great, and the no turnovers, that's fantastic. He was 1 for 3 from 3, 6 for 10 from the field overall. So just personally, uh, I thought a, a, a great game for Mathis. Maybe one shot was questionable, but if you're having a good game and it's in rhythm, you know, let it fly. 13 points from him. Smith, he had 14 points. Like I said, kind of a rough night shooting. Did have 4 rebounds and 3 assists, 1 steal, 1 turnover. Good overall game. The one thing I'll say about Smith, 
him and Posh together, it's it is kind of undersized, and Smith isn't the defender that Mathis is or Posh is, and I don't think he's the defender Wusu is, and he doesn't have the size that Pinzone and uh, Coburn have. So the press with him out in front isn't as effective as it is when he's off the court, I think. But he's probably our best complete offensive guard when it comes to shooting, passing, dribbling. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't take him over Posh or Wasu or Coburn or Mathis. You know, I, I'm not saying he's the best player out of the group, but when it comes to just purely an offensive skill set, he's probably got the most complete package, and he's probably got the least complete package defensive-wise. So it's just one of those things where coaches going to have to be creative in, in, in how to get the best out of this group. Off the bench, Wusu, I thought, had a really good overall game. He hit two threes, had five assists, did have three turnovers. He can get sloppy with some passes, but he can make some really, really good passes, and I think we're going to see more of it as the season goes on. Six points. Wheeler had eight points, three rebounds, two assists, a steal. He was three for six from the field, one for two from three. He did hit a long, long two as well. I think his foot was on the line. Uh, good production from him, from him in 14 minutes. Um, I don't know what we're going to get from him. You know, I can't figure it out. And if I'm going to be honest, I probably have little expectations for him in Big East play compared to everyone else. I'm not sure if he's going to if he's going to be willing to battle in the paint. I think he's going to give us some good things on the wing when he's feeling it. Uh, he'll, hit, he'll hit some threes. He'll get out, get out in the break, get some easy ones. He'll help as a help defender, uh, an athletic defender at the front of the press. I don't think he's going to be great in the paint. And um, we have Champagny as a perimeter forward. I think we'd be better with a physical presence. And if Wheeler, Wheeler was willing to do that and to provide that, I think it'd be big. Um, we'll see. I'd love to be proven wrong, and I have no problem admitting it if he does prove me wrong. Mathis is already starting to prove me wrong with him being more than just a defender. Um, and it's not the shooting that I think he's doing. I think he's um, shown he's a, he's a willing and a capable passer, and uh, that's that's big because that was one of my worries coming into the season. Uh, Stanley and NY played a little bit. Stanley fouled out in 10 minutes. He didn't get a shot off. Did have a couple nice rebounds. It says he only has one rebound. I don't think that's right. I remember at least two rebounds. I'm questioning these stats, people. Um, no points, no shots. One rebound according to this box score. But I love the way he, he looks out there. He moves his feet well. He uh, He's active. I thought we missed a couple of opportunities to give him the ball and some dump-offs where we, where we sloppy with it in the first half. NY didn't really do anything in the three minutes he got. One rebound, one foul. Um, so a 13-point win against a team we should have beat by probably 20. One of their players had 24 points done, 6 for 8 from 3, so that's not a good sign. A lot of stuff to work on. Not too much positives to take away from tonight. But still, as a program, we're heading in the right direction. We're going to be in a super com competitive Big East. We're going to have 20 opportunities Maybe not 20. 16 or so opportunities to get good wins. Uh, only a few opportunities to have bad losses. Have a chance to get a really good quality. I mean, not quality. A great win. A high quality win. One of the best wins possible against a top five team in Kansas. If we don't get that, 
the next thing you got to really hold on to is no is no bad losses, right? So we can't have any bad losses, can't have any slip-ups in the non-conference, and then you can't slip up against home wins, bottom teams in the conference. You got to take care of business. But there's a long season, so much work to be done, a lot of more fun times to, to see, a lot of more podcasts to record. Um, appreciate you guys listening. This is the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. Um, I'm Pat Kane for Stevie Lavin up here. Um, thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe to the YouTube page. Please subscribe, rate, review on the podcast. Let me know what you think. If you disagree with me on Twitter, please let's have a discussion. I am totally cool with you guys thinking I'm an idiot. Totally cool with you guys disagreeing with anything I think about here. I hope we can discuss this stuff. I hope you guys have different different opinions, and I hope you're willing to talk it out. Because if you can convince me that Aaron Wheeler is going to be a force on the inside, I want to hear it. You know, I mean, if you could convince me that tonight we got better at things, or if you think we shouldn't be a pressing team, or if you think that Dylan Wosu is not a good passer, let's talk about it. Because there's only so many St. John's fans out there, so let's stick together. All right, and let's not make fools of ourselves out there on Twitter either. Okay, so until next time, guys, this has been Pat Kane. Peace.